Okay, hello everyone. This is the first episode of the Business Motivation Podcast. I want to thank you for taking the time out to check out what we're doing over here. I am your host, Matthew Farkerson, the Business Motivator, your local business coach. And without further ado, I must introduce to you Mr. Giovanni Maddox, the founder of The Right Space. Gio, say something to the people, man. Evening, everyone. Thanks, Matthew, for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be on board. And yes, I am the founder of The Right Space. Started the business when I was um, attending UWE, you know, all those years ago. The okay. struggle and the consternation. <laughs> okay, okay. You mentioned... Um, starting when you were going to UA. I, I was about to ask you about that exactly. Right. So I want to know um, your story. Yes, we had this conversation somewhat um, years ago at UA. Um I remember you telling me about this idea that you had and um, that you were going to run with it. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, I would like you to tell the people, like, exactly what, what was your story? Because, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm-hmm. You used to study science and then you change your major, right? Yeah, I was actually doing uh, mathematics. Oh? Mm-hmm. And then you changed to what? I switched to entrepreneurship, to management studies with a special in entrepreneurship. Wow. Yeah, man, the, the, the math, you can't say the math beat me up, you know? Oh, it does. Yeah, because I was going to ask why you made such a big change. All right. Okay, so I, I went to you to study actuarial science. And um, I was doing pretty well in my in my, my, my in the first year and a half, and um, things got pretty difficult um, personally. A couple of things started happening for me, and I just didn't respond well to the pressure. And I started failing, and I just didn't. I wasn't doing well at all. I, wow. the long and short of it, I had switched my majors another time. I switched my majors one more time because as as actual science first, I switched out over major in my still didn't work out. Oh. And uh, all during this time, I had this way of just finding um, PDFs, right, um, for math for my math classes. So I had I had uh, I found uh, I found free books for my free textbooks for all my courses. So I started sharing them with my friends, sharing them with my classmates, and then I st- decided to just put them in and just create a simple website and just put links to the math website. And I had a friend, I would talk to this friend, a good friend of mine, and I would talk to him like every day about my, this website and this idea I had. And he said to me, oh, Regin, Regin, stop telling me about the idea and do something about it. And he said, um, I give you one month, I give you one month to build a website and to get, I think he said like five persons to come on board or five persons to download something from me. Okay. That's so all right. Cool. And... In about in about two to three weeks, website is up, links are up, books are up, and I had like a list of over a hundred people that were coming on the site and downloading stuff. So then, um, so I went back to him before the four weeks were up, and I said, "Listen, so the site here, and this is how much people that started downloading." And I said, "Yo, Virgin, um, why why don't you just why don't you go do entrepreneurship or something, (laughs) you know?" And that was when the that's when the light bulb moment. Yeah, the light bulb. Um, that's when the light bulb moment went off. 
So that that was one that was I would say that that was one of the major turning points. I, as a matter of fact, I almost quit. I, I was at a point in my studies where I almost quit school. I said I would have taken a year off. I was actually teaching math. I was tutoring math at a learning center. So I said I'd take a year off and just focus on tutoring for a while and then figure out what I want to do. But that moment was a moment when he said to me, "Oh, try entrepreneurship," and I said yes. So that was that was one that was so that was that was where the redirection actually came. Okay, so, so that is, that's how I moved to intro studying uh, management studies and entrepreneurship. Wow, so that moment for you, you know, helped you mm-hmm. to transition, and that's why it's so good to have you know good friends that would yeah, you know, help to encourage you to put you in the right direction, and that's one of the things that I'm trying to do as well, trying to help people to develop a business mindset because in this day and age, um, the corporate world is not really looking out for us. Especially, you know, people like me and you who who are Adventists, for example. Right. So you know, it's good to have good friends. Amen. Definitely, definitely. Okay. So um, another question now. I remember you telling me that you know, when you finish school, mm-hmm. you're not you're not gonna work for anybody, and you you seem to be very adamant about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> I just, I just want to know. There are some things I don't forget, man. Anyway. Yeah, but Matthew, we had some really deep conversations, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Remember, you know, you were... Yeah, you from Dayfield days and Adfield days. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, so after Adfield, we would have, you know, a mm-hmm. few conversations and stuff. So I think that's how, you know, I end up remembering those things. But yeah, yeah, man. What, led you, what led you to that? Um, Very adamant you know conclusion that you know i'm not gonna work for anybody was there another light bulb moment yes um okay at the time it was it was a strong conviction of faith and my spirituality and my belief in god and a bit of naivety i must say um all right so what happened is that i i really struggled i really struggled to finish my degree and i decided to really trust god when i changed my major I decided that I was really going to put my faith in God. So it had taken me to that point. I was at UE for about four years, trying to get my degree. Okay. So that was very depressing. It was um and and financially draining. Trust me, a lot of people. And um, right. So I wasn't really at a great point as I was switching my degree. I was actually at a very low point. And I remember it was actually prayer. It was actually prayer. Um, you know, talking to God, asking him to guide me, asking him, you know, if he bring me community to fail out. But also it was um, connecting with Adfil and being a part of that, that Christian young, that Christian youth community, Adventist community. That really helped to inspire and just really helped to you know, just, just refocus. Wow. And I remember, I remember um, reflecting, so there are two aspects to this. So the first aspect was reflecting on as I, I think I was at I was at church or it was one Sabbath. I was just reflecting on creation, and the thought came to mind that if God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and if I am to look at cattle on a thousand hills as value, and many times we think about cattle on a thousand hills as just um, physical value, so value as in you know money, gold, silver, resources, but um, the more we understand business, we understand that there's actually value in ideas and, and how to do things and insight 
exactly. right and knowledge and i just had this light bulb moment that if i say i'm serving the creator of all things that have all, that is all powerful all knowing then this creator who created the world in six days this this amazing complexity in six days can inspire me to do to create something myself to give him glory and honor and that that really was the first light bulb moment because in other words if i say i believe in a creator then if right. then thus i should be creative right right and that's really the first step that um that's really what that that was one of the first things that kind of got me thinking in you know okay. to come again let's 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 try again let's try this school thing again and let's try it from a different angle wow um i just want to make a little comment about what you said about um you know restoring your faith and you know Adfell and good friends and so on keeping you yeah, man. on track it's very important because a lot of us you know are going through a lot of things and we feel that we're alone right. but you know we we have friends we have people who believe in us mm-hmm. and we need to yes there are people who will criticize yes who will say your business is not going anywhere and um you know it's good to stay with those people who actually appreciate you right right Right. and you need to know the difference between haters and Mm -hmm. constructive criticism it's interesting you said that i think i'll share something later as about like the first time i was actually showing my idea to persons what this man said to me okay so it's a good thing you mentioned that because that was the next question right (laughs) that was the next segment so so we get the basics out of the way So I was going to ask you, how exactly did you start? Like, did you have a lot of money to start with or was it just... I never have the money, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no money. I've been at school for like four years. What money do I have? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I never have no money. People would say, you know, you need, you need money to start a business. And for the most right. part, that is true. But what, what was the process for you? What happened in your case? All right. So um all right another thing happened i was a part of a program one summer i was selling books i was selling books as um so the at the the, the east jamaica conference had a summer program and they got young people from church institutions um and from and from Adfield okay. to to sell to sell books for the summer to earn some money for the tuition and i i was in the program and what how it works is that they gave you a loan and the loan was in the form of certain books and uh, you would sell the books and uh, you whatever you sell after payment alone you could keep right okay or you kept that you, you you kept a portion so you got a loan paid back the loan and then you started earning your what you were what you were to do what you needed for for school and it so happened that i didn't i couldn't finish the program because i got sick right i got sick in the middle of the program so i couldn't finish it and uh, but i was able to pay back my loan so um so i so i got the loan and i sold book i sold enough books to just to pay back the loan and i just at a, a moment just went off in my mind that i could do this Good. like i could Wait, hold on hold on <laughs> hold on right you seem to be really good at selling things because <laughs> If I was in your situation, I'm not sure how well I would have done, especially with selling books. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. Um, I mean, you got help. I mean, it, persons had certain events, 
and you would ask you'd, you'd ask for you know permission to set up a set up a table with some books and you talk to persons um and i had i had a few i selling health books i had a few um, religious books as well and uh, i think i i enjoy talking with people i enjoy trying to find ways to you know find meet people's needs especially when it comes to information and knowledge so i i, I wasn't i wasn't doing too badly right but what the lesson i took from that was that it is possible like this business thing you know can work and it came in the context of my spirituality again and uh, it just gave me i was just encouraged i was inspired and i decided that i'm gonna i'm gonna learn i'm gonna take this lesson forward and uh, so remember i wasn't doing remember i didn't do too well before at school right right. so i decided i was gonna yes i decided i wanted to i decided i wanted to study um more consistently and to study harder and uh, the thought came to mind to get a whiteboard so i said all right i'm gonna buy a whiteboard so i can study now remember i'm no entrepreneurship student so i'm learning about business learning about new venture learning about innovation learning about how to writing business plans um entrepreneurial finance and uh, i all the, all the whiteboards i was finding i wanted a big one and all the ones that I saw were like at the time were like you know ten thousand, twelve thousand, fifteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I just couldn't afford that, and I didn't want to spend that amount of money. And I knew I wouldn't use a whiteboard for more than a year and a half, right? Okay. So I so I realized that. So right there and then, I realized I wanted a whiteboard that was less expensive. I wanted a whiteboard I could carry around because I'm a student. I don't have to be walking around with this clunky whiteboard. Yeah, you know, true. and I wanted uh I wanted it. I wanted a whiteboard that was semi-permanent. You know, like if I if yeah. I feel to throw it away, I can throw it away and not feel bad about throwing it away. Right? Nah, that's true. All right. And that was actually how the that's that's where the idea began. And then that's when I was I, I kind of I like to experiment with stuff. Right. And while I'm thinking about these things. It just went off in my life, but went, went off in my head. Why don't you just try and make your own? It's like, nah, that's that's not possible. I mean, pe- I mean, at, at, when you're at school, people find all kind of interesting ways to get by. You know, if you want a whiteboard, then you use a glass. I mean, I remember over that over one of the halls, some of the guys would come around around somebody dresser and they would work out stuff on the mirror with, with a whiteboard marker. So you know, we find ways to get things done. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, so so the thought said, you know. Why don't you make your own? And I went on YouTube, started researching, and I started making prototypes. And that's that's actually how the product development actually begun. Wow. YouTube, plastic, paper, scraps of paper, just scribbling on different scraps of paper, wow. taping it up on my wall. That's really how the product started. Okay, so it was for the most part. Um, to get the right material to use, it was more trial and error. Right. So you try writing on, okay. Right. So, we've gone, okay, I don't know if you're counting people, but we've gone three light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three light bulbs. And um, a brilliant idea. And so, I assume that starting this process was inexpensive. Because you said you didn't have, you know, a lot of money. Right. But I don't know if it, if you can remember um, to estimate mm-hmm. how much money it, it costs you to 
to do that, even though it's inexpensive. I think I can actually tell you, you know, I have my business pitch with the money in there. Because, all right, so what we learned about a method called the lean startup method. Because I, I eventually entered a, um, so I entered a competition mm. called the National Business Model Competition. Wow. And Interesting. Right. So that competition, you basically have to use a certain system to present your idea, to develop and present your idea. And as the name suggests, lean, you try to be as, you try to find inexpensive methods to validate your idea and to test that it's feasible before spending money on actual, um, spending a lot of money on actual money on, okay. or wasting money building something people don't want or biz- building a business that will fail. Wow. That's, that's really, so that, that's, and I, and I picked that up while in my final years at UWE. Really? So that is actually what inspired me to try and be as rudimentary, um, simple and inexpensive as possible. All right. Um, right. Very good. Because I do encourage my listeners to spend within your means. Um, right. I did a presentation about surviving the pandemic as a business. Right. To help your business survive the pandemic. Because a lot of businesses are shutting down now because of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I said to my listeners that one of the things you have to do is to spend within your means. Differentiate what is a need from what is a want. Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of the times as human beings, we see something nice and we want it, but we don't need mm-hmm. it. And right. so we end up wasting money. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I would encourage my listeners to do. And you see someone who actually studies entrepreneurship is saying the same thing. So it, it's good to see that we're on the same page. And it's, it's, it's a lesson that especially younger people, mm-hmm. we tend to be more impulsive. <laughs> we need to we need to learn. But that, that's a really um, very good story there. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you what exactly mm-hmm. is a U-board. It's a U-board, right? That's what it's called, right? Right. It's called a U-board. Why is it called a U-board? Um, it's called a U-board because I needed to find, I did some research and I found out that a good name has two syllables. <laughs> a good business name has yes. two syllables. One to two syllables. Easy it's to remember. Easy to remember and catch right. it. So that was the first exactly. thing. The second thing was um, uh, I, it, need, it needed to be it needed to be familiar, but creative in the same way. And the U board just the, the U board the U represents uh, university, oh, and okay. you your personal board. Okay. So it's okay. it's your board to use to brainstorm to put your ideas down to. To, to, in other words, as the tagline suggests, it's your brain's canvas. So that's so the, that's what that's what you that's what the U and U board stands for. It's U and university. It's university because at the time I wanted it to be the university board. So any any university student holding up, you know, need an inexpensive whiteboard to use, yeah. they can use a U board. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, speaking of names, um, mm-hmm. the right space. Um, how did that come about? Yeah, how did that come about? Very interesting name. All right. Um, so I wanted to whenever when I, when I registered the company, when I registered the business, I for some reason somebody I couldn't register it as U boards because I wanted to register it as U boards. Okay. But in the name, so there's another company that had a had had a similar name, so that I was told I could not register the company as U boards. 
So I had to think about a new name. And I sat down and I was thinking and I said to myself that, well, I don't want to just sell whiteboards. I mean, at the time I was, I was learning a whole lot about entrepreneurship. And I even started, you know, consulting with other persons, like persons from my church, um, even in my community. You know, I was helping them to, just helping them. So I was just sharing the stuff I was learning and finding ways to help them start, you know, solve a couple of problems in their own business. And I said to myself that maybe I could actually, you know, move forward in, in, in doing some more consulting with people or helping people with their business. And uh, so that, that's how, that's, that's how, and, and, and I said to myself, well, I mean, I'm, I like to create a space for people to work on their business. You know, my, the U-board is something for you to put your ideas on, flesh out your ideas, put your plans on, 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 the, on the board. And then I said to myself, well, if we, when, I do a lot of writing, you know, and I want this to be, I want this to, I want this to be the space. I want this to be the correct space or the ideal space. I want this to be the right space for persons to, to flesh out the business and get business help. And that's really how the term the right space uh, kind of developed. Okay, so so four light bulbs, people, four light bulbs. Um, right. All right. Okay. Very interesting. Um, very interesting name. Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. Um, I just want to ask you though, your customers, people who have purchased these boards. Oh, I mean, how how has it impacted their lives uh, or their work? Positively. All right. So, all right, so when I just started out, there were really three types of persons um, that purchased the boards. Okay. The biggest group was students, and students were always looking for something to a write their memos on, and even persons that live on campus or live on dorm, they they just wanted a they wanted a, a nice way to make notes. And to even um, just keep stuff handy and just write stuff out and study while they're on dorm. And because of the size of the board, because of how the board was made, it was just it was just it was just perfect for that type of setting. So that was one. And and, and you know, interestingly, I remember I had sold a board to um, to one another student, and I was on campus, and like maybe about two months after she saw me, and she said, hey, "I really like your board, you know." It's, I used it as my personal reminder, and I, I really felt good about that. I mean, it, right. I, there, it was it really gave a sense of pride for someone to come back to you and say, you know, I, it, I bought a board from you over two months ago, and I still have it, and I love it. It's really helped me to remember things. Right. You know, another another way is that um, parents would started buying the board um, for the children. So I had a had a parent that would the child would write on the walls just write on the walls just mark up the walls and then um and then once one when they when, when they bought the board for the child the child started marking up the board you know so two problems were solved you know the, the parent got her wall back and the child got her got her space to mark up without without and that could that could be rubbed off and she could mark up again so those are some of the earlier ways that people started using wow. i like that i mean that's what business is all about finding a problem and solving it and you know you have really done a lot of work in order to solve these problems that people have um i just want to ask you though Amen. Is, is business still going strong um business i have i have actually scaled back a whole lot um okay. 
I'm actually uh I'm actually a business advisor um full time. Really? Yeah, I am. I work at a at 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 this point I am I'm actually transitioning from jobs. I was I, I can't say I was working at the business incubator by the University of Technology. Okay. So I work with entrepreneurial clients um in terms of help them get assist, prepare them for grant funding. Um, I've even helped to mentor students through business competitions. And I, I generally offer business persons um, plan and strategically plan to move their business forward. So that's, that's a little bit, I've been doing more of that these days. Oh, similar to mm. what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, that's, that's why I ask exactly what you focus on. <laughs> You know, I, I think we need to talk after this. You know. Anyway, all right. So, okay. Yeah, so, it seems that business is still going on. You're still selling your boards and everything, right? Yeah, man. I I want to actually want to relaunch. Um, oh. Yeah, I want to relaunch, but I I have a few things that I need to put in place. Um, my, my equipment, I had to pull on my equipment. So I actually was a client at an incubator by UI. So I was operating full-time from the incubator. But uh, things got rough. I had to make a, I had to make a quick change. Um, I sought employment. So I did work for somebody. <laughs> and I've been working on the boards part-time. So there's a, I, there are, I have a few ideas cooking. Um, I, know for, I, know, I, I know for one, I'd like to relaunch again. And okay. I have a few, I have a few updates that I have I've made to the board, so I'm looking to present that soon, you know. All but right. yeah, but I have scaled back. Well, that's just one of those things that you have to do sometimes. Yeah, man. And you know, I do tell my listeners that you know, in a pandemic or whatever the case may be, keeping your business alive is a win because mm-hmm. you know, chances are you you probably don't get to keep it, so. Even though you've had to scale back and stuff, right? It's, it's a good thing that the business is still alive, and that's the main yeah, thing, right? Once you're making sales, the business is still alive, right? <laughs> Very good. Um, as a final word, Gio, can you please give the audience a word of encouragement? Because you've shared your story, and of course, you know there could be somebody out there who has been through something similar where, you know, they're struggling with school and are they just afraid to bring their idea to the world? What would you have to say to someone like that? Failure is not final. Um, I think I am the person I am today because of the failures that I have been through. And I think I even made a post the other day, you know, many times we celebrate the times that we succeed but always remember to celebrate the time they decided not to give up. And um, I think, I think, I think I've, what, I've been, what I've been learning, and I think it's becoming my tagline now, it's as simple as it is, is try again. And try again means, it may not mean to do the exact thing that you're trying before, it might mean to do, it might mean to do something else, right. but never give up. Never give up and try again. And everyone, everyone has um, a God-given talent, a God-given um, gift that that needs to be shared with the world and you have to be you have to persist in being able to find that and to share that all right thank you very much 
for your strong words of encouragement. Thank you for sharing your story. So, this is it for the first episode of the Business Motivation Podcast. Special thanks to Giovanni Maddox for you know taking the time out and sharing his story. I, I have learned a lot and I hope you would have learned something or, or would have been encouraged by you know what was said. And I appreciate your support for this podcast. Remember, my name is Matthew Ferguson, the business motivator, your local business coach. And remember, always stay motivated. And as Gio would say, never give up. All right? All right, Gio, you can say goodbye. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys for the next episode.